Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Joe Biden has promised we're going to send some of the super special cool weapons to Ukraine that we hadn't yet, apparently, uh, today. He, he announced mm-hmm. that, so. Uh, President Zelensky had asked for better protection as the missiles continue to land. Man, I'm looking at some of the video. Jeez, I can't imagine living like that, the way they are in some of these Ukrainian cities where a missile just comes crashing out of nowhere. Have you seen some of these videos? It looks like any city in America. Just a regular afternoon, cars, shoppers, whatever, and then all of a sudden, kablooey, a missile just lands in the middle of the street and people are screaming. Right, and or bloody corpses are, you know, laying on the sidewalks. Yeah, it's terrible. So I just scanned the headlines. I haven't read about that. Are we sending them, uh, like, more advanced air uh, defenses? Yeah. Was that right? Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. The Ukrainians are claiming they shot down 20 missiles overnight, intercepted 20. And we're going to try to give them some equipment so they can intercept more. But more on that later. Yeah, we're going to talk to Mike Lyons, segment three of this hour. Hope you can hang around if you can't grab the podcast as usual. Uh, Campus Madness coming up in a moment, but I wanted to squeeze this in. Tulsi Gabbard, who's uh, an interesting person in a lot of ways, kind of a maverick Democrat, ran for president, didn't get very far, kind of a darling of uh, right-leaning media because she's uh, unusually candid in her criticism of the woke crowd. Well, she uh, came out with an announcement yesterday. Uh, Michael, clip number 71, if you please. 
I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. So that's interesting, the, uh, the Ukraine aspect of that. Yeah, I was going to say, I get all of that except for the warmongering part. So she doesn't like the fact that, for instance, Joe Biden just announced we're sending more stuff to Ukraine? No, probably not. That whole intersection of being anti-woke, uh, anti, you know, uh, some of the real degeneration of morals and, 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 you know, being crazy soft on crime and stuff like that. Which I the, worry about all the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But the, the overlap between conservatism and what I would call kind of an extremism, some call it fascism, uh, hypernationalism, Christian nationalism, whatever you want to call it. You know, it goes by many names. Uh, it's, it's uncomfortable. I got to admit it. It's, it's a difference of opinion in terms of the remedy, uh, I think, and, and the methods to follow. But there was a note. I loved so much of that because I agree with so much of it. But the, the anti-war stuff, and I'd like, I'd like to learn more what she thinks. I don't mean to put words into her mouth. Um, but it has a bit of the Putin is standing up against the decadence of the West. I feel like that's what she was hinting at. Yeah. Um, so where who, people that, maybe some of you, if, if, if that's the message you're getting, where are you getting that message? Are you getting that at church, or is there a certain website? To, is there a TV show, radio show that's putting out that particular story because it's not it's not breaking into my life the tying putin to the war against wokeism it's not breaking through to me so where are y'all hearing it yeah well it's a you know i could name check a couple of websites and publications and stuff like that but it's there on the the right edge of the right uh you know mass of americans hmm. it's it's out there definitely uh tucker carlson's into it for it instance. seems Number one cable show on tv it You're seems aware of tucker it seems nutso to me yeah, it seems doomed to failure for one thing, but um, you know, again, there's an awful lot of overlap, um, which is you know interesting. These are spicy times, and I get why people are fired up, and I think you will too. It's campus madness. So this is it, Michael. Just. Uh... Or is there another element to it? I can't remember. Yeah, see, there's, yeah well, that's a shame. Um, see, the, the problem is the disconnect we have here is I'll say, this is campus madness. And then you come in with the lugubrious, slow, <laughs> blah, blah. There's, just, there's no energy to it. I come out of a slow record and I'm talking about a dead dog. Right. It's ponderous. I'm sorry. It's ponderous, man. I'll have to get something better. Well, make the, turn it off for one thing. It's making me insane. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've got to have like something layered on it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what the hell is going on? Or you know, <laughs> clips like that. Let's put something together, folks. 
It's I'm campus. I'm gonna tell everyone about how shitty you are. I mean, for instance, yeah, but oh god, this song is bringing me down. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's not just the fact that it's a slow, lugubrious song. I yes. think it's because we've all heard it sitting in the hot sun <laughs> in uncomfortable clothes for hours, and it's just it's built into our memory that that song means. Oh my god. Aaron Abbott. <laughs> Andy Aaron. <laughs> Ed Aaron's. Only three more hours. <laughs> okay, I see your point. Oh, and the speeches. God save me from ever hearing another graduation speech. Uh, do we even have time for campus madness? Probably not. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What, let's let's do like one or two other things, and we'll do it next segment without that stupid music. Unless Michael can come up with something during the commercials. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, we're talking to Mike Lyons. Uh, you're going to uh, do the takedown of John Fetterman with uh, George Will at some point. Yeah. Um, why don't we just take a quick break? We'll come back with Campus Madness and a bunch more. Good and stuff. I can tease this uh, new numbers out from Gallup. America's trust in the three branches of the federal government. A new low! No! We'll get to those numbers, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, hey, ho, ho, incomprehensible chanting's got to go. That's uh, the little nutbags at the University of Florida <clears throat> uh, protesting that Ben Sass is going to be the president of their university and he's not woke enough or something like that. So anyway, uh, let's try this again. We're just we're going to have to fall back on an old favorite. We're working on a new production piece, as we call it, for Campus Madness. But we'll just have to go with this. It's Campus Madness! <laughs> works for everything <laughs> around here it does yeah we mentioned this late in the show yesterday i just wanted to touch on it briefly uh, chris rufo reporting that medical students at the university of minnesota now must take this long oath to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by western medicine and fight white supremacy colonialism and the gender binary so medical students are being forced to take an oath that they will fight against the idea that there are men and women. Seems like a hard thing to enforce because I don't know what exactly counts or doesn't count as fighting against Western medicine. But um, Well, yeah, or affirming uh, indigenous medicine or whatever the mm-hmm. hell else. Well, it goes on for sentence after sentence, too. Um, and then he, he points out that the uh, ceremony for the incoming class included the closing speaker, Ana Nunez, who specializes in gender medicine. She's the vice dean for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Gender medicine is uh, is uh, chopping off people's parts because they decide that they're uh, a different gender. Some legitimate, of course, but when it comes to kids, it's absolutely horrifying. 
uh, mastectomies for girls and penectomies for boys, as he points out. And then I think Rufo makes one point that's absolutely worth sharing. He says the irony is that these DEI champions who imagine themselves the vanguard of global diversity are the most parochial or narrow-viewed people imaginable. I've traveled in Africa, Asian, and Latin America extensively, and they aren't clamoring for indigenous ways of healing. They want antibiotics in CAT scan machines. An excellent point. Yep. Moving along, students at the University of Southern Maine are in a meltdown after a professor at the college (gasps) insisted there were only two sexes. Education professor Christy Hammer brought the hammer down on September 7th, saying in front of graduate students in her class, creating a positive learning environment, uh, she says, there's men and women, Elizabeth Leibiger, a non-binary student in the class, said the claim made her feel under personal attack. I let her know I didn't think she was qualified to teach a class about positive learning environments. It's the ultimate irony. Students in the class staged a walkout, demanding a restorative justice meeting with the head of the School of Education, which is so far standing by the uh, professor. But the university spokesperson said, we've developed an alternative plan for this class, and we'll be opening a new section of this course for those students who would like to move, who feel unsafe in that class. So, all right, way to kowtow to the lunatics, like all colleges are. By the way, I had to look up, because I can't remember this phrase. I need to memorize it. What you call the uh, removing body parts or whatever for uh, uh, trans kids. Yeah. They, They call it. The official name for it is gender affirming care. That's that's yeah. that's how you're referred to. Yeah, which S- is states that ban or uh, or or allow gender affirming care. Right. That's and that's begging the question. It's it's acting as if the uh, you know it's answering the question with the question. The question being, is this something that anybody should agree should uh, be doing well it's gender affirming it just affirms the gender that they are oh it's not like mutilating them when they briefly in a period of adolescent confusion think maybe they're not a boy they're a girl or vice versa it's not that no it's gender affirming care okay great campus madness rolls on michael it rolls on (laughs) these seven colleges are still mandating masks And there are probably more. It's interesting, too. Trinity College in Connecticut, Hampshire College in Massachusetts, Prairie State College, Illinois, Mount Holyoke College in Massachusetts, Pasadena City College in California, Smith College in Massachusetts, Amherst in Massachusetts, still mandating masks in class. Wow. How crazy is that? That's pretty crazy. Help the young college kids. Wow, like Pasadena City College, you're surrounded in Los Angeles by places that were way outliers for masks, and they're not doing it anymore. Right, right. And then finally, this story, uh, days after Gavin Mussolini, the lunkhead governor of California, signed a bill that reversed an 1878 law naming the UC's uh, College of Law, the UC Hastings College of Law. The Hastings family, Hastings himself, um, who they're trying to take his name away because he may have been part of racist something or other 150 years ago. Uh, just we could get hung up on the idiocy of presentism. But the interesting part is the law, the agreement with Hastings at the time was if you ever remove my name from the College of Law, 
you must repay my descendants the $100,000 I donated. And I don't have an inflation calculator in front of me, but $100,000 in 1878 is a flaming truckload of money these days. I mean, it's an enormous amount of money. Got to be. You got to pay back that $100,000 plus interest. And the interest rate is 7%. After 144 years, California would owe the Hastings descendants more than $1.7 billion. Dollars, wow. according to the San Francisco Chronicle. Wow. So the state's going to try to fight that agreement in court. Uh, but one of the family uh, folks who's suing says, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You took the money. You signed the agreement. You built this vaunted college of law that many, many alums don't want changed. And now you want to change it, but but keep what you've built with our money. Uh-uh. So this should be an interesting fight going forward. Um, and and the, the case they make against this guy is just so flimsy. Back in the 1860s, there were some fights between settlers and Indian people or whatever, and his cattle was getting stolen and thieved, and so he petitioned the government for militias, and those militias may have crossed the line and carried out quote-unquote massacres. So you can't have his name on the College of Law anymore. Anyway, enjoy paying that $1.7 billion uh, taxpayers of California. Did you see that uh, Judge James Ho, who I didn't know, but he's of the U.S. Court of Appeals on the Fifth Circuit, and these, you know, lower federal courts are really big deals. The Supreme Court gets all the attention. These courts should get more attention. Anyway, he recently announced he will no longer hire law clerks from Yale Law School, citing the institution's supposed lurch toward liberalism. Wow. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, and, and liberalism doesn't begin to s- describe it. I mean, it's they're they're down the road of the Wokesheviks. We all need to agree on a term. I mean, because Bill Maher is not a Wokeshevik. He's a liberal, and that's fine. I can sure. work with him. I can break bread. It's fine. Uh, but the Wokesheviks are dangerous lunatics. So this is a problem, but it's... Uh... Not surprising. Gallup is out. Americans' trust in federal government branches hits a brand new low. By the way, we're going to talk to Mike Lyons, one of our favorite military thinkers, about what's happening in Ukraine. We haven't talked to him since the bridge got blown up and Putin started shelling all of Ukraine again and everything. Anyway, we got him coming up next segment. Americans' trust in federal government branches hits a new low. The polling company said today that only 43 of res- percent of respondents have confidence in the executive branch, 38% in the legislative branch, that's your Supreme Court and all the other courts, and 47%, per- oh, no, I'm sorry, that's uh, the lawmakers, and 47% in the judicial branch. That's the first time the Supreme Court and the other courts have been below 50% in the Gallup poll. Those are all record lows. Hmm. All three branches below majority level for the first time in Gallup's polling history. Not surprisingly, it breaks down almost entirely by party because that's the way we roll now. For instance, when it comes to the executive branch, about 90% of Democrats have confidence (laughs) in the executive branch, 7% of Republicans. Wow. Okay. So the average is below half. But the, the average doesn't really tell you anything. That doesn't tell you the story at all. No. Oh, no. No, indeed. And the reverse is true for the Supreme Court now that, uh, People on the left have been convinced, at least partially by the media, that it's an evil, out-of-control, right-wing takeover of the Supreme Court. A lot of Republicans have trust in it. A lot of Democrats don't. 
So that's the way we roll now. Mike Lyons coming up next. Armstrong. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The country's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, defiant, telling his people Ukraine cannot be intimidated. President Biden calling the attacks senseless and reaching out to Zelensky yesterday to reiterate U.S. support for Ukraine's defense against Russia, including a pledge to supply Ukraine with advanced air defense systems. President Zelensky is expected to press President Biden and other G7 leaders for air defense systems. The White House indicating that's something that the president's ready to offer. Unsurprisingly, as they push forward on the land here in the east, they want to know that they can protect their civilians back at home in the towns and cities across Ukraine. As the missiles rain down on Ukraine for a couple of days in a row, yep, more missile defense systems, better missile defense systems, what Zelensky's asking for, and it looks like we're going to give it to them. And uh, the G7 broke their meeting and made a broad statement of support for Ukraine, uh, pledging undeterred and steadfast, 
quote-unquote financial and military help for Kiev and reiterated that there would be severe consequences if Russia were to use chemical, biological, or nuclear weapons. Uh, to discuss the latest, uh, please welcome with us Mike Lyons, military analyst, served with various military organizations in both the U.S. and Europe, and was indeed uh, the aide-de-camp to a general officer in the NATO command back in the day, as they say. Mike, welcome. How are you? Hey, guys. Great to be back with you. So we haven't talked to you since Ukraine blew up the Russian bridge and Russia mm-hmm. rained down missiles on Ukraine. Where are we right now? Yeah, no surprise. Uh, Russia is, uh, from, a, from a tactical perspective, Russia continues to lose certain battles in the south. But because they have tremendous capability and capacity, industrial capacity, um, they've now decided for these uh, long-range missile strikes, um, you know, we're going to cavil over whether they're outdated and precise, but they land someplace. They land in Ukraine. They create damage. They are stoking fear and, and, and terror inside inside that country, and that this is what they're going to continue to do. And you know, as long as they have the industrial capacity to do it, and, and uh, they're, they're, they're not going to stop, um, I think this has a lot to do with hardliners in Russia are trying to get to Putin saying, look, you better start winning this war here because it doesn't look like that's happening. Losing the battles doesn't mean you're losing the war, but fundamentally it's, just, it's not looking good. And I, and I think he's got a mobilization issue with uh, some of the what we'll call the silent majority, the people within the 11 vast time zones of Russia, as they recognize that this is not really going anyplace. You know, in, in the real world, to mobilize you know large forces that would be effective, you, it would require six months to a year. But he's not doing that. He's we're seeing reports of literally soldiers showing up uh, after being mobilized three and four days uh, after they're notified. So um, Russia's going to continue to Russia, is what I say, and we should not be shocked that they're going to go after civilians. From their perspective, it's a total war, and they're going to continue it. And it, as long as the West continues to at least match industrial capacity to Ukraine, the stalemate will continue. Well, this strikes me, this barrage of Russian, Russian missiles strikes me as the classic, we need to do something, and this is something, because the history of warfare is that sort of bombardment doesn't uh, terrorize uh, people into submitting. It, it hardens their will. Yeah. Yeah, and, for sure. You look at history, and um, there, you know, Dresden, all these other places that, that do get bombed, but until they're actually able to put people on the ground to take it, uh, nothing's going to change. I, I don't think... Russia has any plans on doing that anymore, but they're just going to continue to just make it difficult for Ukraine to exist as a country. The areas that they've taken in the Donbass region, they still have now a fifth of the of the landmass, um, are industrial complexes and steel factories and nuclear plants and chemical factories. All these things are really uh, important for Ukraine to make money. Now, also, a lot of the missile strikes are going after infrastructure. So, um, you know, we haven't seen this Armageddon yet when it comes to cyber or shutting down the electricity inside of Ukraine. I think Russia is going to start to do that as Ukraine won't be able to now sell some of that electricity to Europe, which it has been doing in order to supply some of the world's supplies it needs in order to fight the Russians. So it's all, it's all very, in, you know, a complex economic statecraft that I think Russia is now going to engage in because they, they're just not winning these tactical battles on the ground. So, uh, lots of people, Leon Panetta, former Secretary of Defense, David Petraeus, who was our, whatever, he was Supreme Commander in the Middle East for a while, uh, th- they and others saying, this is irreversible for Putin, the ground war. I mean, it's it's just not, it's never going to go the other direction. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, you know, um, it, he's going to run out of time. He's not going to be able to do anything. It depends on what the rest of the world does. I, he's... He's going to do whatever he can to hold those regions he has. Crimea, for example, is something he has to have. The Black Sea Fleet is out of that 
naval base there. It's the only warm water port. It's, 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 he cannot suffer that, that kind of loss. So I think he'll do whatever he can to at least, you know, hold what he has. You know, he's not going to make Ukraine join Russia. That doesn't look like that's going to happen. But that's not to say he still can't wage war against its neighbor by launching bombs into it every once in a while. The question is, what, what is the rest of the world going to do about it? Is the rest of the world actually going to isolate, um, isolate Russia? Or is, is there going to be that economic pressure for them to, uh, to, to not be able to sell their products? The pro- as long as the Chinese, though, are in the game, the Chinese is there. You know, Russia's become a client state of China now. The Chinese really hold the key to this. In fact, uh, Xi Jinping can be a peacekeeper. He can he can look like he's the good guy in this if he gets Russia to stop. That's really that's all anybody wants uh, wants to have happen right now. So there's still you know I still think there's ways to go. Russia's not stopping. Ukraine also wants that land back, so they're not going to stop. So you have you have both sides in, in this prolonged stalemate that that until uh, one side shows lesser capacity on the industrial side, you're going to see you're going to see this go on for a long time. Well, and Ukraine has the industrial capacity of the Western world, particularly the right. U.S., although as uh, the G7 made brave statements about how their support is unending and undeterred and blah, 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 the word is Europe is still doing a terrible job of holding up their end of the bargain. Right. And, uh, so, and, and what the United States is providing is money and a bank, and, and we're, we're hyping these precision weapon systems, and they've made a difference. But it, they, they still, Russia brings till 10x, 10 times the amount of tubes, artillery tubes, to the battlefield, and they're still fighting, you know, World War II. I, you know, the, the, anyone who says that, that the technology advantage on, on the West is going to win out is just, just purely speculating that because history has shown that in warfare in particular that mass still ends up you know, winning the day. And, and if Russia can get the West to get weak in the knees, let's call new NATO, old NATO, right? The old, the old NATO countries of Germany and France, if, you know, they, they still believe, everybody wants to go back to, I think we talked about before, everybody wants to go back to February 23rd like nothing ever happened. And I think, you know, that, that would make them happy. The people in Eastern Europe are like, nope, this is it. There's a pretty bright line now that exists in the world. The world's completely different. And, and, there's, there's a, and, and we're not going back to that spot. We're not going back. We have to rely on Russia. Mm. Mike Lyons on the line. Uh, Mike, the big question, how concerned are you about the exchange of uh, nuclear weapons? So tactical nukes don't make sense for Russia because they're, they're used in the defense. So when I was an artillery officer in the 80s, uh, we had tactical nukes that were used in the that we would have used in the defense as the Russian horde was supposed to overtake come our positions on the North German plain on you know when the Third World War was going to take place there and that obviously never happened, but but to use them first of all it'll convince it'll it'll fix the conventional forces in place, but to use them now uh, they're too short range his troops will be in too much of a of an area where they could possibly be affected by it so I don't see them being used there in that regard, unless he decides to go after, you know, the energy plants and, and the infrastructure with it, because it'll, you don't have to have worry about precision, you don't have to worry about those kind of things, it'll, it'll render those places uninhabitable for a while. I think that's where he possibly uses it, and what it'll do is it'll create kind of like a, a, a border, a more of a border between Ukraine and Russia, because the tact nukes don't have that same impact. Now, if he launches something from Russia into Kiev on a nuclear side, that, that changes the equation, that changes everything. Um, I still, I'm not sure specifically how we would respond to that, because we'd have to be concerned about escalation. We really would have to uh, recognize that Russia is an existential threat to the U.S., full stop, whether we want to say he would or wouldn't do it remains to be seen i'm not sure i would bet on our missile platforms to take anything out but uh the kind of the kind of technology they have to do that i i think that he it's 
possible he does that, but he goes after critical infrastructure and, and knowing full well that, that that would mean regime change. That would, that would mean that every, every NATO country, every country in the world would take a special ops to try to go after him and take his regime down. Wow, interesting. Mike Lyons, military analyst. Mike, uh, great stuff. We appreciate it very much. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yep. the, uh, uh, one of the outcomes that uh, I don't appreciate enough probably is because the, the whole thing and the war has been going on since 2014. We weren't paying any attention to it whatsoever until February. Mm-hmm. The Ukrainians had lost many thousands of soldiers over that period of time while the world was paying no attention. It could drag on like that. Would the world go back to not paying attention to it? I don't know. But. Yeah, and that's what I've been saying is uh, making me pessimistic about it, an end to this anytime soon is your your pre-2014 uh, borders is going to take an enormous effort. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the Russians are losing plenty of men, but they have a lot of men, maybe, maybe good ones, maybe trained ones, maybe not. But the Ukrainians have lost a lot of guys, too, and they don't have nearly as big a reserve. So um, I don't know. I don't know how strong the will is to take back every inch or if they figure out, <clears throat> okay, as of 2014, we hated it, but we got to live with it now. What about Crimea? I just, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Continue to talk about nuclear war, which is absolutely amazing. And the fact that Russia actually is, actually could destroy the United States. Very, very, very unlikely that that would happen. But they do have the capability. Mutually assured destruction. There you go. That's just fantastic. Yeah, well, eh, there's no point in dwelling on it. Um, I got to get my eating under control. Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. What, 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 has, I've talked about this before. Like I, I said, I remember last year saying uh, I would like to have a mild heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here come the emails again. <laughs> how but, dare you, et cetera, et cetera. How about you just have tight pants? They just do tight instead of minor heart attack. Because you don't get to there choose, you, you know, you the, the, the how strong your heart attack is. But I need something that's a wake-up call. I need something to get my attention. A mild heart attack would do it, but. Maybe perhaps if you were harpooned or something like that. <laughs> Somebody featured you on Fat Bear Week. I don't know. Fat! I don't know People what start take. oinking when I walk around or something. Yeah. yeah, Judy and I went out to dinner last night, and I forgot to weigh myself this morning. <laughs> I mean, I did forget, but I wonder if there's something going on deep in my psychology. Major life changes are not, are not only hard, I find them to be impossible. I've made one in my life. I quit drinking. Other than, do you get one per life, or how does that work? Does God give you one? Or major life changes are very, very difficult to make. Mm, and and eating somewhat better is that a major life change, or is that just a tweak? Mm, I think it. I think it'd have to be a major life change, an attitude or something. Yeah. Well, I don't watch you eat. I don't follow you around be, and see you eat. You should try it. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> grotesque. Great. <laughs> How did you make a major life change, no matter what it was? Finally started, finally started working out all the time. Finally cut out sugar. Finally whatever. Yeah, I don't work out all the time, but I work out regularly because I'm afraid of having a stroke. Was that a major life change? Or did you always kind of exercise? Yeah, varying levels. Mm-hmm. So no, I guess that's not a major life change. But you got so you got you got some fairly serious medical information that pushed mm-hmm. you that direction. See, that's why cool. I think it needs a you need a, a stick, carrot and stick. You need the stick. 
You had the stick. That's why I'm saying I need a minor heart attack. Doctor saying to me, you got to stop eating donuts. And then maybe I would listen. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think most people, I don't think most human beings ever make a major life change. You think about it a lot. You talk about it a lot. You might buy the equipment or the membership or, or whatever it is or the, the blender that makes the food you claim you're going to eat from now on or whatever. We all do that. But I don't mm-hmm. think very many of us actually make a major life change. I think what a lot of people need is, and I'm making up this term, the uh, motivating negative. You know, call it hitting bottom, have it to, you know, your come to Jesus meeting with your boss or your spouse or your doctor or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's it, that's usually it, isn't it? Yeah, right. Like an intervention, and the, the intervention sometimes by God. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you've ever had any luck, text line 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. Lots of stuff on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
And finally, after a video gained attention online of a woman in a bikini getting out of a city fire truck in front of a strip club, the mayor of San Jose announced last week that an investigation has been launched. And the only way they're getting away with this is if that woman was stuck in a tree. <laughs> an investigation has been launched. What could possibly be going on there? Hilarious. She thought she was having a heart attack. So we, uh, you know, brought her onto the truck to see. <laughs> mouth to mouth and whatnot. Mouth to lots of things. Oh, boy. Um, uh, Senate races getting... Do, do you feel like the national Senate races are getting more attention than usual? It would make sense. One, politics are our national pastime in a way they didn't used to be. Two, it's a 50-50 Senate. Three, a number of the candidates you can tie to Trump. True. But the stakes are very high. Um, the whole who's on the Supreme Court thing is a bigger deal than ever. Yeah, so I, it makes sense. Anyway, one of the races we'll take a look at is the Pennsylvania race with Oz and Fetterman. And uh, who Fetterman is, I don't think he's getting enough attention because the uh, corporate media wants him to win. He's the Democrat. But uh, we'll hear more about that kickoff hour three of the Armstrong and Getty show. I was talking about uh, how did you make a major life change? For instance, like like just stop eating crap, which I need to do. Um, I started feeling a burning sensation in my feet, says this person. My registered nurse daughter told me I could start taking medication or ex- or start exercising, and I chose to start swimming and stopped eating sugar. Pain stopped, lost a hundred pounds, made a major change because actually, pain in the feet from being too overweight. Um, didn't you have your gallbladder give out and you got cancer? That sounds like that ought to get your attention. Do you remember writhing on the floor in pain in front of your son and calling 911? Oh, yeah, you would think that would get your attention. Although I don't think my eating habits are what killed my gallbladder. I don't think. I don't know much about gallbladders, honestly. I don't think eating too much gave you, you know, lymphoma. No, it didn't. Uh, this is a good one. Place a mirror in front of you when you eat. You'd be amazed at how little you want to eat. Yeah, trying. we got one of those uh, via email, too. One of that suggestion. Is it that gross? Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> I've never tried that. Why would that Why would that help? I'm not sure exactly, but it's the same principle as why Zoom meetings during uh, you know the pandemic lockdown were so stressful to people. You're not used to looking at yourself. Oh, right. And secondly, it's like um, saying something out loud is different than thinking it. True. And I just, I don't know. Taking it in through a different perspective, huh. I, just, I don't know. Huh, interesting. Uh, no heart attack needed. Just a couple of meals of bad fish will take the weight off. S- sincerely, go with God. <laughs> 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 Which is a phrase Joe has brought us and caused much controversy. <laughs> Are you wishing somebody to die or saying something nice by saying go with God? I think... The literate among us know precisely what that means. We got this text. I had a heart attack, and I still eat all kinds of crap and drink. All right. Ugh. Didn't have an effect on you. Yeah. You know, I, I know some people that I like very much, very fond of them, um, who have gotten the wake-up call and hit the snooze alarm. And, uh, you know, I just I think, well, I'm not going to have him as a friend as long as I would have. And it's too bad. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's a pretty common thing with uh, eating, drinking, all kinds of different things. Smoking. Uh, smoking. Right. Um, well, for one thing, addictions are addictions if, if it's an addiction situation. And two, I think sometimes you're so far down the road 
that you think, what's the use? I was at the donuts shop yesterday. That's kind of how I ended up on this uh, topic. Uh, I was at the donut shop yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) And man, there was a guy in there getting donuts who is one of those people that's just profoundly obese. I mean, uh, literally hard to look at. Uh, the mm. poor guy. He's wearing like big giant shorts and a t-shirt. And man, the way his arms and legs, just the fact that he was getting donuts at the donut shop. But I would assume he's a guy who just thinks, you know, I'm so far down the road. What the hell? What am I going to yeah. do? Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. Rough story. But, the, you know, I don't know. Major life changes are very, very different. In fact, they're so rare. They're practically, you could practically call them impossible. Mm. I think. That sounds like giving up to me. <laughs> Um, who Somebody is... suggested you do the Noom thing because it's all psychology based. What's Noom? It's a it's a weight loss plan website thingy. N u m e, n o o m. Okay, I'll Google it. If you miss an hour of the program, you can get it in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.